0: Welcome to The Secret Sauce. I'm glad you're here. I'm your host, Kip Schubert. And you know, as educators, we need to own our stories. We need to share how we've climbed mountains that seemed impossible. And in the process, discovered that secret sauce that we all have. Because it's with that secret sauce, we reach back over those mountains and become the Sherpa that our schools and our staff and our students need. You know, be sure and follow the podcast. I don't want you to miss an episode. And please reach out to me. I would love to come to your school and share my secret sauce with your staff and students. You know, our stories, our experiences, they matter. They are what connect us and empowers the development of authentic relationships that our schools, our communities, our world desperately needs right now. So let's get real. Let's get raw. And let's get vulnerable. And dive into our next episode. Um, I've got a good friend of mine here to, to this afternoon. He is a a current assistant principal at Sunray Elementary in Pasco County, Florida. He is a fellow member with me on the Road to Awesome family of authors, and he has wrote a book called Becoming the Change. Uh, his name is Dan Wolf. Dan, welcome. And uh, why don't you to tell you tell us a little bit more about yourself and about the book?
1: All right, well, thank you so much, Kip, for having me on the show and everything. I really appreciate it. Uh, So uh, I have been an educator for uh, 25 years now. Um, I've held various roles um, as a teacher, math instructional coach, a district district curriculum specialist, where I serviced um, uh, 18 Title I schools, K through 12. I've also been an assistant principal for at least uh, 10 of those years. And, um, I am currently, um, in the print in, in the principal's pool, the preparing new principals program here within my County. So that's what my next goal is to be is hopefully to be a principal within, in the next year or so. Um, and, um, yeah, so that, that's, pretty much, uh, about me, uh, with my book and everything, um, becoming the change. It just recently, uh, was released, um, June 1st. Um, on, it's on Amazon, um, is where you can get the book. Uh, just to give you a little backstory of how I came, how this book came to be, um, in December of 2019, I decided to write a, a daily blog. Uh, one of the things that I'm very passionate about is uh, social-emotional learning, or otherwise known as SEL, and um, our district had gone ahead, and we, I was a part of a district committee uh, to write K-12 through 12 social-emotional learning standards to have that continuum uh, to really to kind of help uh, develop the whole child. And because uh, I always say that um, if uh, academics is the lock, uh, I believe SEL is the key to open that lock um, to all the possibilities for our kids. So what I decided to do was um, I wanted to just put my thoughts um, you know, into a blog and I'm always a big fan of quotes. And so what I do is I take a famous quote um, and I analyze it and apply to um, our own moral compass and the five areas of social emotional learning. Um, And uh, and just to kind of tell you a little bit about what those five areas are for your listeners or elements. You have self-awareness and um, self-awareness is like knowing our inner selves um, and what makes us tick. I like to think of it as like uh, we're a mechanic. You know how a mechanic knows their own car. We are our own mechanic for ourselves. So we know what makes us tick. Um, Then we have self-management. And with that, that's where we're in the driver's seat of our own lives. So we control our thoughts and actions and feelings. Uh, we essentially control our own destiny. And that's those two are like our inner selves. Now, when I look at the other two, um, our, our outer selves, we have social awareness and that allows us to look at things through the perspectives of others, um, you know, and, and have a lot of acceptance and unity and I think out of any of the areas that I'm talking about right now, I think that is the one as a society that, you know, is something we that really needs to be worked on, not only for adults, but also for kids too, in order to make this world a better place Um, with them have a late relationship skills, and that's having those innate qualities with others, and, and that's also including ourselves. Because if we don't have a good relationship with ourselves, how can we have you know, a good relationship with others? And that's right. uh, looked at as our outer selves. And then what wraps all that up is uh, responsible decision making is the fifth one. Um, as author and podcaster Seth Godin once said, uh, decisions are choices. And these decisions not only affect ourselves, but they affect others. And we want to make sure when we're making those decisions, they have an open heart and an open mind. So with those five principles, I apply that to whatever um, quote I'm analyzing, and then I ask the readers what it means to them. Um, and then, because uh, what one thing I found is when we read a quote, if we read it again five years from now, it can mean, have a totally different meaning than it did then because of the experiences we've had. So um, that's that's what I have within that to kind of reflect th- through things. And then I, from there, I created a, a podcast based on what I wrote, just the daily readings And then the pandemic hit and you know as everybody knows in march 2020 and so i said you know what i said well when i'm not doing you know my regular school day job i i feel like i need to give something back and be able to i'm going to go ahead and write a book and that's where becoming the change came in um i created a self-assessment um where you're able to analyze where you currently are in those five areas based on statement questions um, and the beauty of that part is you can take the assessment as many times because, again, just like the quotes mean something different, you're going to give yourself different answers six months from now, six years from now, because you're going to be in a different spot. The biggest thing that I encourage uh, your listeners um, and anyone that reads the book is to make sure that they are really being vulnerable and really answering these honestly, because that's the only way you're going to get to it, um, you know, to, to see where, where you lie in those five elements. Um, and then what it will show you is your strengths and, um, I call them limitations. Um, I don't like to call them weaknesses. So with limitations, I, I, with limits, the only limits we have are the limits really that we put on ourselves, um, within that. So, um, and then what the book then does is each chapter focuses on a different one of those elements and, uh, throughout the book, um, it gives you strategies and different ways to help increase in that area. Um, and I have uh, what are called compass checks along the way, um, which um, basically, because I, I look at these five areas, so it's kind of like, you know, how you have a compass when you're lost in the woods and everything, a compass helps find your way. Well, with this, um, as if you go ahead and you have self awareness in the center of that compass, and then the four cardinal directions are those other elements, that's our moral compass, and that's our compass in life. When life gets hard, we rely on one of those elements to help us see it through, you know. um, And the beauty of the book, um, at least in my opinion, is at the end of each chapter is um, I don't know if you remember those books from the 70s, 80s and 90s of the choose your own adventure. Right. Where you go ahead and if you go one page, uh, it'll go to some destination, you got another one. Now, mine doesn't have like dragons or anything in it like the, the books I grew up on. But what Correct. you're able to do is choose your pathway because all of us you know, have our own pathway to finding our true selves. So if I have strengths and self-awareness and I wanna continue improving that in that area, I may read that chapter. When I finish that chapter, I have a choice. I can either reread that chapter again or pick another area you know, again, that I want to enhance. So you're choosing your own adventure of your life. So that's essentially what the book and what, what my hope is that the reader reads this time and time again after they apply strategies and things to really see that growth, because it's all about the process. One
0: thing that you've you talked about that I hope the listeners pick up on is that this book is actually a great tool to becoming their best self. And that's part of the that's part of the title, Five Essential Elements. Uh, towards being your best self, and you know, and becoming the change. And I think, for us as educators, if we're and administrators, whatever role that we're in, if we're really going to make the impact that the kids need, our communities need, our world needs, we have to be our best self first. And from what I've heard, you, heard you describe in your book, it's a great tool for us to go back into and figure out who that best self is what areas we need to work on within those five elements of, of SEL? So um, right. I wanted to ask you, was there a defining moment or maybe a, a particular relationship that really um, ignited you on this path and passion for social, emotional learning and, and leading to you writing, becoming the change?
1: You know, I, I, um, I, I think it's, it's experiences and things that we had in, in, in life as it happens. And um, yes, there's been, you know, recent events and things, but I think something, if I really had to think back, um, and this was before I even knew these five elements existed, was when um, I was uh, 17 years old, Um, my dad had unexpectedly passed away of a heart attack. Uh, It was during homecoming week, uh, senior year and everything.
0: Um,
1: And my my life just kind of, you know, everything just crashed. You know, uh, my brother was 10, I'm 17. My mom's now, you know, raising the both of us. And I was just lost. I didn't know where to go, and, you know, and what to do. Um, but I knew I had to make decisions. You know, I'm on the verge of college. What pathway am I going to choose? So that's where I, you know, when I think back, I was trying to be that responsible decision maker. Um, so it was one of the elements within there. Um, one of the things also is um, if it wasn't for my friends. They came right to my rescue, so to speak. Actually, the whole school did just to, you know, putting cards on, you know, my car and everything, anything you need, Dan, just let us know. They were there for me every step of the way. So the relationship skills, they helped pull me from the depths of all that I was experiencing. Um, And then I had to come to that self-awareness of where I was now. Okay, this is what's happened. Um, I now, you know, have to learn to manage my emotions, still experience my emotions too, because I'm going through grieving and everything, but also be there for my brother, to be there for my mom. And then also even just to be there for myself too, because I got to take care of myself. Cause like I said, if you, you can't take care of yourself, how can you take care of others? And then um, that's where that social awareness piece came in. I recognizing that they needed me too, that they were hurting too. And um, we needed to get through it together. So really, and I, and I say this because it also put me on the path towards education, I was already leaning towards that field to begin with, but this really solidified it going through what I had gone through, and then just my experiences over time. And just it it led me to being a part of that SEL work for the district. I've, I believe everything in life, you know, even though we don't know, sometimes even when it's our struggles happens for a reason, we don't know why at the time it's happening, but. it's brought me to this point. And, you know, though I've experienced hurt and pain, like everybody else has, I've also experienced, uh, you know, um, feelings of triumph and overcoming things and not giving up and learning to give back to others. And just, and I think that's the relationship. I think of anything, it's a relationship with myself, getting to know myself, love myself and know that I matter, and then letting other people know that they matter.
0: You know, I, I love that you shared that and were vulnerable enough and to get real with us there, because, you know, one thing I talk about a lot is climbing mountains and, you know, I did, mine was a lot of mine was, was a recovery from alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had some issues with my father, but not, not like yours. Um, but you know, we, we climbed those mountains and like you said, there's those struggles become our strength. Those adversities become our advantage. And we end up reaching back over those mountains and using those experiences to help other people up. And you're doing that through SCM, through your passion with that. And is, is that kind of the same story behind your passion for servant-minded leadership too?
1: It, it definitely put me on the pathway. Just seeing, just observing some of, you know, you always have those different role models and things with teachers and professors and things and just watching how some of them, how much they cared and put the needs of others before themselves. Um, and just experiences that, that mentors that I've had over time doing those same kind of things and leaving with uh, leading with that servant mindset is just something that um, and that's why even like just for like my Twitter, um, you know, uh, handle and everything is serve, lead and inspire because those are the three principles, or I like to call my mantra that I live by every day. And it's even set on my phone. When it goes off for my alarm in the morning it reminds me of those things because i'm going to always no matter what position i've, I've ever held i'm always going to serve in that position I, I and in my role now as an assistant principal i serve my students i serve my teachers my principal everybody that the community um because i always look at titles are just titles it's what you do behind the title that right. means the most and letting people know that how important they are because i think that's something that's often And I think the experience that I had with not being able to have closure with my dad and being able to do those kinds of things, that's why I always tell people, you know, we always say, don't go to bed angry, those kinds of things like Mm. that. These are these kinds of incidents. You don't think it could ever happen to you or whatever. And just letting people know that they matter because you just don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And, you know, and at the end of the day, the things that you get, might bother you or whatever. Is it really worth getting that bothered over it? You know, because right. again, we can only control ourselves and our response to it. And we may not be happy about an outcome or whatever, but we can't, it, some things we can't change. We just got, we can only work on ourselves. So those choices you're talking yes. about coming back to those choices
0: again. And one of the things in the secret sauce that I use a lot is go the second mile. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing as that servant minded leadership. And, you know, I don't, whether I'm in the classroom or with the soccer team or, or with my family, I don't, one of the things that I, I try to strive to do is I don't ask them to do anything that I'm not willing to go do myself. Mm -hmm. And I usually get out in front and go do all that stuff extra and go the second mile to show them and to lead them about service because getting through my recovery, one of the big things was to put my focus on to serving other people and out of my own head and my own pity party, and how mm-hmm. how bad things were for me, and instead use all those things to to benefit and impact other people, which um, made a huge difference in, in me being able to overcome things. And and now it's given me a you know it really is a big part of my why. Um, and I mean, it's, and that's one of the things that when I was reading up on you really drew me drew me in was that servant minded leadership. I love that. Um, I think. I think that our society is so focused on what we get and success is measured by what we get and it's really the opposite
1: it's it's measured by what we give Mm -hmm. um and how we make people feel and just and that's one thing even just as um when i left the classroom because i we're always teachers no matter what position that's just my opinion with that part but i one of the promises that I, i made when i left the classroom and i continue to make this Today is I let people know if I ever forget what it's like to be in the classroom, I need you to call me out on it. I need, you know, to because I want to have that pulse and look at it through their eyes. No matter right. who I'm talking to, I want to look at it through their perspective. Because if they if it's important to them it's, it's, it's important to me. And I've got to let them know that because that's, you know, it's all about those. It's, it's, it's about relationships and building those. Because if you're, if you build that trust with others and you're loyal to to them, they'll be loyal to you. And that's what, that's what um, form formulates a strong school and a strong bond.
0: Yeah. And, and, um, I got, I just love that. Um, and I love that you go back to the relationship part too. It's just so important. And I know there's some people that get so far to one side of that. And I kind of call, I kind of call it um, the kumbaya and the, and the s'mores around the campfire, you know, you, you gotta have a balance, Mm -hmm. you know, but those building relationships, isn't just all about that. You know, it's hold hands and talk. It's, it's accountability. It's, I mean, that's when somebody hard is holding them accountable, which is hard for, hard for a lot of people to do. I know it's, it's probably a struggle as an, as an administrator because you know, everybody wants to be liked, but right. at the same time, loving someone, just holding them accountable too. And I've experienced that good and bad with administrators. but right Being from Woodland Park, where I am and, and the political climate here, and you in Florida and the political, political climate there, we talked um, before the show about that a little bit. And I just want you to, to share a little bit um, or wh- what you can. Um mm-hmm. So some, some, maybe some advice for other educators who maybe live in some areas that are politically chaotic. And, you know, how do you navigate that and still still thrive in that passion for social emotional learning and, and building relationships?
1: Well, I think it, one of the things it it is a fine line within regards to that. And again, it goes back to what are the things that we can control? We can't control what bills or laws or whatever come down or whatever, but there's always going to be different avenues and different things. And again, I believe that, you know, we want to be able to uh, develop the whole child. And we always hear that developing the whole child, but it's not just the academic side of it. It's the social, emotional, behavioral, however you want to call it. I mean, and that's the thing, and you know, in education, we, we call things so many, it's the same thing, but it's called 18 different names right. just because it doesn't fit into the status quo in certain states. And I mean, it is what it is, you know, but I mean, it's just really just really working on, um, we, we talk a lot about like at our school, we don't uh, have expectations. We have what are called, we have, we have commitments. Because the word commitment is more binding. It's commitments how we conduct ourselves in our PLC meetings, commitments um, for you know beha- you know bus behavior, cafeteria behavior, those kinds of things. Um, and like one of you, know, one of the slogans that I tell our kids is, you know, my job is to keep you safe, and your job is to help keep it safe. It's that partnership. It's that bond. Um, and that's just something that you want to go ahead and just foster with them. You know um, when they. Um, Because I I serve as a Title I school, um, and, you know, that's been most of my experience my entire career, and I wouldn't trade it for the world, um, you know, because if I can just help put them on a a pathway to be their best selves and let them know that they matter and that, you know, the circumstances around you are not going to define you. You define yourself through your thoughts and actions, and basically let me help you be your guide. I mean, I'll be their Jiminy Cricket. I mean, a lot of them probably don't know who Jiminy Cricket is now that nowadays, but, you know, I mean, for some of the listeners, they'll know. But but those are those kinds of things, because and like we said beforehand, I said, if I had to choose, you know, between making having all the kids be Einstein's and everything or having them be, um, you know, uh, people that help change the world and make it a better place by being kind to one another and things like that. Um, I'll take that any day of the week. That matters to me because that, that to me is going to be more memorable than how much you have in a bank or anything else like that. It's going to right. be the impact and the imprint you left on the lives of others. And that, that, that's all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. I, again, I,
0: uh, I encourage our our listeners to get a copy of becoming the change.
1: Um, where can I get that, Dan? Uh, it's on Amazon. So if you go to the Amazon website and you just um, type in, you know, becoming the change and Dan Wolf, uh, it should pop up and everything. It's got the image of a butterfly with the five elements. And again, the, the the purpose behind that butterfly is again, as you as a butterfly evolves and everything goes from a caterpillar and evolves into a butterfly. We're we're evolving as uh, human beings, and it's a process. We're a process in the making as well.
0: Yeah, uh, I just, I want to encourage you guys that are listening to, to check that book out. I think it'd be a great tool for you becoming your best self. And, and again, like Dan just uh, referenced, it's making the money and, and the status and the job you hold and how far you get up the corporate ladder or whatever you, whatever you achieve, whatever success you achieve professionally or, or personally, You know, all that stuff matters little if you're not your best self, if you don't love yourself, if you don't love others, if you're not kind, if you're not making an impact on this world, if you're not making it a better place, if you're not leaving it better than you found it. And I think in education, we get that backwards so often. We think if we go heavy academics, we're going to turn out these kids that are just rock stars in the corporate world. If they're, you know, pardon my French, but shitty human beings, then what does it matter? You know, um, and so I just I love that your passion is is in that SEL and servant minded leadership. And um, again, guys listening, check out that book, Becoming the Change. Um, check out Dan Wolf on on Twitter.
1: What's your Twitter handle again? It's uh, serve, lead, inspire. And with serve uh, doesn't have the E. And again, for your listeners, it's not that I can't spell. I'm just limited by the number of characters. So that's why it's like that. So just I want to put that out there.
0: Yeah, I'm Twitter. I'm Twitter challenge too. Yeah. <laughs> Check him out on social media and and guys on on this podcast um, in the comments on Spotify and Podbean and on social media. I will post or comment with um, all of Dan's links um, to the to the book on Amazon. So Dan, if you'll send it over to me, I'll post that um, mm-hmm. uh, in the comments. And I uh, have thoroughly enjoyed our time together this evening. Um, thank it. you for. Um, taking your time out of a conference at universal studios in in beautiful Florida uh, to talk with me. Um, And again, guys become the change Um, focusing on being your best self, Dan. Thanks for coming.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: We appreciate you listening to our podcast. Let's connect and impact lives together. Leave me a comment on this episode or find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at the secret sauce with Kip Schubert. We would be honored if you would share this episode on your social media. Continue to share your story. It matters. Reach back over that mountain. Every educator, every student needs to feel loved, heard, and valued. So dish out that secret sauce and be that Sherpa to guide others to the summit. Till next time, let's stay all in and all together.